Hi, welcome to the Eat on D&D podcast. My name is Cade. I play Edka, the half-elf warlock. And my name is Chance. I play as Quinn, the half-elf sorcerer. Okay. How was your week? It was pretty good. Uh, down where we're at, we got a nice ice storm that came through Thursday and Friday. Uh, so that was nice for me because I didn't get to have classes. Got to yeah. have 40 weekend. Got to relax. Not have, I didn't have to go into work that day or one of the days. Mm-hmm. Kind of hit me just right to where I had a couple of days off and then I got uh, the day that I actually was working. So I got like a three day weekend. So that was fun. It was quite nice. Yeah. Very relaxing. The ice was, was terrible though. Yeah. <laughs> it was really bad. Remember when, we, when I had to like break the ice off of your car just so we can get into oh, it? Oh, yeah. So. We had about like an inch and a half of ice coated on my car, and <laughs> we went to go. We were like, well, it's snowing, so obviously the first thing we go to is, let's go to Taco Bell. Heck yeah. Well, we've done that every time that it snowed down here, and we weren't gonna, we weren't planning to stop now. It's tradition. Yeah, I have like a 2009 Dodge Charger, so it's like <clears throat> not necessarily great for snow, <laughs> but... We had a cup. We had like one of those sports memorabilia cups you get at like the stadiums or whatever. The or a movie theater or the movie theater cup. Um, and we were just down there, and then one thing led to another. But I started chipping away at the door, and then Chance was like, "Let me do it." And then what ended up happening is we ended up opening my door, and then I just turned the heat all the way up. And I just and, then, used, and I just used the cup as a. As an ice scraper, because we didn't yeah. have an actual ice scraper. Took about like 20, 30 minutes. But it was worth it. That but, food was good. But we got Taco Bell, and it was fresh, and we didn't have to wait in line. Yeah, and don't worry, uh, we didn't, we weren't reckless in that uh, we just drove down a huge ways just to like get food and endanger our lives. We live like right down the street from Taco Bell. Yeah, we and, just didn't want to walk. Yeah, we. We're sure to go really slow and stay as we stayed on a non hilly path, went as straight as possible to Taco Bell. But if we were reckless, it'd be worth it because Taco Bell. <laughs> but, but, anyways, uh, you've watched, have you watched anything? I know we've been watching that uh, Vox Machina. Yes. Show. Oh my gosh, it's freaking hilarious. It's really good. We've only seen the first three episodes. We need to we need to finish uh four through six. I think it's yes. four through six. Yeah. Something like that. They like yeah. threw out three all at once. I thought there was just like one new one based on where I stopped. But... Yeah. I'm gonna say uh, that's what I was I was used to. Yeah. And I'm also watching the new Peacemaker, like I said a couple of weeks ago. Or a week ago. No, feels like a couple weeks ago. Feels like a couple weeks ago. Actually, it was a little more than a week. Was it? You can tell how yeah. screwed up our schedule is now due to us not being able to yeah. upload when we wanted to. And that was due to, one, a communication issue. Yeah. And two, we were having, or I was having issues lining up the audio tracks in our uh, editing software. Mm-hmm. Um one thing we didn't take into account was the bit rate that everyone's recordings were in and they would start out synced up at first. And then I just noticed about maybe an hour and a half 
into the recording that we started to kind of go out of sync and it sounded a bit echoey. Mainly yeah. from me, because I had a really, uh, apparently a really loud mouth yeah, <laughs> during well, our last recording. Yeah, we are currently uh, recording this on Sunday, which we're going to play here in probably 30 to 40 minutes, so that's fun. But we're going to get this out to you, uh, and if you're listening to it at the time of recording, uh, be excited, because we are going to try and post Wednesday, and we're going to try and post Saturday. But after that, we're going to try and go weekly, and we're going to try and make the episodes longer. Just because between my work schedule, chances like schedule with his school, and my school, and everybody else's that helps, which is really just mainly us, but other people help in other ways. But like between our schedules, it um, will make it easier on us to put out better content. Yeah. So... But we're still committed to doing this because we have a lot of fun uh, just doing all this. Yeah, it may be a bit irritating like this past time, just getting everyone's audio and getting it to where it would line up correctly. But it's fun nonetheless, just listening back and how we can just laugh at ourselves for all the stupid crap that we do. But uh, I definitely think we're slowly starting to get more into our characters. We're starting to kind of ease up, just kind of like I know in this coming episode, excuse me, in this coming episode that everyone's about to hear, you definitely seem to be loosening up a bit, just kind of cracking a joke here and there. Uh, I at the start of this episode, I I came in. I I don't know what was upon me that day. I, I think I was just having fun. I guess I had a really good day at work, and I was just ready to goof around. Cause, and you can tell. Of course, there was a couple of things that frustrated me. Specifically, like specifically one thing. And it was whenever we meet a new character, and I said, and I thought, oh, we're in a big room or something. And there's a bunch of people, so I was like, nobody's going to hear me. So I said, I'm, I like proclaim loudly. And before I said that, I, I made sure to say in a non-offensive way. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> not that <laughs> I, I I yelled I yelled yell. and apparently apparently that was offensive and I offend one of the new characters and she gets really pissy with me but I mean I think it's funny because I can kind of play on it because it doesn't doesn't bother me too bad if like Jacob doesn't get quite what I'm saying because it kind of makes things a little bit more random because I wasn't expecting her to be upset at me. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was expecting her to be or to not even say anything or because I was I, like I said, I, you'll see here like literally the start of the episode. Yeah, she's set as an NPC, and normally the first thing you think of when it's an NPC is that they're not really going to do much of anything, but um, Jacob is mainly just using this character as his character for now to just get us jump started on this adventure and uh thankfully this time around we're actually trying to be on track of where we need to go unlike mm-hmm. the last two episodes although i will I'm- say i think this is the first episode where nobody ends up too badly injured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, actually, God. yeah. 
Okay, let me rephrase that. The first part. <laughs> Lots of stuff happens, and it gets really funny. But I, I do think that this would be a, a real fun one. But let's stop dragging on, and let's go ahead and bring you in to the first part of Straight Out of 10th Street. Hope you enjoy. not here for this session. Uh, we're in the hideout when we last left off and Adam! Adam, that's it. <laughs> uh, was still in the sewers for about another 10 hours uh, from when they returned to the hideout. Uh, we also have, we also this session going to be introducing a new player into the campaign so we'll get to that a little bit later as well as two other new characters uh, due to the character deaths last episode or last session so that being said let's get into this a uh, little bit of god modding uh, first just to kind of help the story go along the three do get into contact using the message cantrip uh, which has been modified for this session to be uh, non-restrictive. Uh, that way they just, it's easier to track people and message people. Uh, the only limitation to it really is going to be that they have to know the person okay. uh, in order to use it. So you can't just randomly message people. Gotcha. Um, other than that, uh, so you do message, um, you, you attempt to message the two others and uh, nothing really happens. The third time you use message, uh, you use it with Edom and it does work. He lets you know that he is stuck trying to find his way through the sewers um, and that he would really love your help. However, at that moment, there is a knock on your hideout door. I open it. You open it to find the same male Vidalkin you met earlier in the campaign who originally sent you on this quest. I put my arm around him and I say, we need to talk, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you, gently removes your arm, and says, yes, yes we did. <laughs> Yes, yes, of course. Okay, he walks in, and following him is a human. What makes you a variant? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about it. Go ahead. <laughs> what are you gonna get? 
anything, or, is, or do they just appear human? They're human for now. Okay. As far so, as we know. Human so a human, as far as we know. Yes. A, a, okay. uh, what appears to be a human, <laughs> a half elf. Actually, no, two no. half elves. Uh, um, high elf. High elf. Two high elves. I apologize. No, I changed it. It's yeah. Two high elves, a human, and a short gnome. Follow her in, or follow him in as well. I make short jokes. The, I asked, who are these uh, fellow adventurers? Well, I was informed by a few of my contacts that your party has run into some recent trouble. So I did some further recruiting, and uh, hopefully that they should be able to assist you a little bit more than your original companions. I have to make another demand. I need a barrel. It's very important. I need a barrel. I need it. <laughs> I need. I need a barrel. I need a barrel. It shouldn't be any any problem. I need a barrel. A barrel of what? Just, Just an, an empty, empty barrel? barrel. I want an People empty barrel. Once again, for what? I need friends. I need a barrel. I can't. I can't say now. But it has to do with my religion. I need a barrel. <laughs> oh gosh, we will discuss that at a later time. I, For now, we must discuss the <laughs> recent issues your party has had with the mission I gave you. First of all, have any of you actually read the dossier I handed you? I don't know how to read. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> We got a bit ahead of ourselves, and we may or may not have misplaced it. We were actually on our way back to uh, talk to you about this. So, uh, what what language? What language is the dossier in? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stupid. It's okay. <laughs> the good thing is that your new companions all have a copy and also a spare copy of the dossier. Cool. Uh... Outside of that, yeah. I also heard that there, that there was a recent attack on the goblin's base. And so because of that, there's been a slight change of guard on how they operate. So I would also warn you to be more careful in your future endeavors, as they will not take lightly to tre trespassers. Okay, I asked the guy that walked in and brought all, brought all of these guests with him. I asked him which one would be good for recon. That is something that you will have to discuss with them. Okay, I ask, I yell at them, not in a, in a nice way, just aloud, proclaiming... Which one, is, which one of you would be good for recon? The rogue looks at you. Sorry. The gnome. Am I aroused? <laughs> Am I aroused? The gnome <laughs> And you see a glowing in the middle of... A gem begin to glow in the middle of the suit of armor they are wearing. I would excuse you to not speak harshly to your new companions. Unless you just want to no longer be one. 
Yes. I wasn't speaking harshly. I was just speaking loudly so everyone could hear me. Because I don't like repeating myself. <laughs> the gym glows brighter. I would advise it. I ask what that is. What What's that on your... What's... This is my lightning launcher. Have you heard of the tale of Iron Man? <laughs> uh, I have the ability to shoot this up to 300 feet away. I would advise. Have you heard of the tale of Yondu? Hey, yo, this is the Tabaxi Rogue. Y'all left the message on earlier. I can hear everything. I'm trying to I'm trying to get out of the sewer. I can hear everything, and I want you to just shut up so we can get up. <laughs> I was just asking who's good at recon. I didn't think that would be offensive. Well, we were all in a tight space, so maybe yeah. you have to yell. Are we in a tight space? Yes, How big is that? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I didn't know what the hideout was. I just imagined the hideout was, hideout, the hideout was like a big tree house, even though it's not a tree house, just the house for it. To yell. No, right here. Let's just assume that inside voices, please. You're being harsh, and they've all told you. I literally things. said not in a harsh way. I say I apologize for my brother's behavior. We are glad to have you on our team to help with this quest. Uh, I would like us, as a request, for you to review the information you have given us at the beginning, and then we're going to look over the dossier that you've given us. The information that I gave you included that your mission is to retrieve a convict who got loose just mm -hmm. before sunrise yesterday morning. Krinko, correct? Krinko. Krinko, okay. He's the boss of a large gang of goblins that operates around Foundry Street. He was apprehended to answer for a long list of crimes, including murder. He allegedly incited a riot that led to the deaths of, of a guard and two inmates at this prison a week ago. The warden decided enough was enough and put through his transfer. He has made a lot of enemies, but the Shatter Gang brothers are his biggest threat. They're a rival goblin gang specializing in illicit weapons, and they want Krinko dead in reprisal for the murder of one of their lieutenants. The dead lieutenant also happens to be the youngest of the three siblings that run the gang. They'll tear apart the neighborhood to find him once they know he has escaped. Normally, we'd let the Azorius deal with the situation, but we'd suspect that Krinko might have had help from one of the other guilds when he escaped. We are enlisting others to investigate that connection as it could point to a bigger problem. We need you to track down Krinko and bring him back alive. Then we can interrogate him and keep him off the streets for good. I am prepared to give you... 10 platinum right now to cover any expenses you might or sorry it was 10 gold so he gave you 10 gold yesterday to cover the expenses upon delivery of the criminal criminal you will receive 100 zinos or gold and my gratitude which i will convey to your guild leaders under no circumstances should you attempt to question krinko yourselves uh, the guards have been thoroughly questioned and krinko's trail has gone cold uh, more than likely, the Shatter Gang brothers have already learned of Krinko's escape, and therefore the situation is a lot more dire than it was yesterday when I enlisted and started you on this mission. And when you find him, you must bring him to the old Celestino Greenery that was damaged in a gruel raid at the edge of the district. 
there, I'll take Cranko into custody. I would like us to review the dossier that you have given a copy to the adventures that you gave us. Now, you're gonna go ahead and do that? Alright. So, the adventures in the group. Let's go ahead and introduce you right now. So we'll start on that in the table. Go ahead and introduce your character, describe them, and tell how you greet the party. Uh, before that, sorry. I feel that it would be more important for them to go ahead and introduce themselves. And then you can get to business, and I will go ahead and <coughs> depart. Very well. Well, hello there, guys. My name is Liam. I am a high elf and a rogue one. What do you look like? I am so, a six know. foot one, 220 pound, uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, I am lucky. I am a six foot seven high elf. Uh, I kind of look like a, what you'd expect a 50s announcer to sound or like look like. Got the kind of steampunk outfit. And uh, praise tomorrow. Who's Mora? The goddess of love. Oh, okay. Kind of my favorite. Makes sense. Second, in the glasses. I can't see. Okay. I I forgot how to pronounce my name. <laughs> uh, I'm Fortis Lupin. I am six foot. I have purple hair. And I am a human variant. Oh, bard. Yeah, sorry, I'm tired. The art, the gnome that you met, that you met earlier, looks at, at all of you. My name is Leah Danger Winkbach. I am a member of the local artificers guild and a very well-known one in the circles. I would recommend that you don't cross me. She is wearing a suit of plated armor that seems to have a magical glimmer to it that also has built in to the chest a gem-like node that you uh, would have noticed earlier seems to at times glow yellow but it is otherwise black. You do not know what it does. I ask him what it does. Uh, it is a herd. And I... she says, as I told you earlier, it is my lightning launcher. What is a lightning launcher? She already explained that. Lightning. It 300 foot <laughs> range. It can probably zap me in an instant. Now that you have all been introduced, I will take my leave. With that, Nasius Ben exits the hideout. <clears throat> Leah looks up at all of you and then opens the dossier. She begins reading from it. Krinko has a, been a goblin boss moss for several years. His turf was around Foundry Street. He has been a person of interest in numerous crimes but befitting a mobster, but managed to <coughs> evade the law until recently. He was brought into custody by Gideon Jura, a freelancer working with the Boros Legion at the time. Krinko was found guilty of murdering Dargig, one of the Shattergang brothers. 
and of assault with a deadly weapon against Gideon Jura. The weapon on his person at the time of arrest was a magic shift. Reportedly, it could punch through force barriers. It isn't known how Krinko obtained the weapon. Krinko's notable associates include the mysterious Mr. Tabs, no other information provided, and a renegade Zet weapons inventor named Valish, who is a female human often seen around 10th Street. Both are also persons of interest to Azorius. We were on 10th Street, I say the same character, we were on 10th Street the other day when we were asking uh, people about the uh, whereabouts of Rinko. Maybe we should go again to see about this Valish person. Sounds like a plan to me. An interesting recommendation. I asked what the gnome lady, because I forgot her name. <laughs> you ask her. I asked her, where do you think we should look? <laughs> You look like you know your, your way around this place. I do too, but I just want to know you. Here is probably a good start. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Would you like to accompany accompany us there? I feel like that is what I've been brought in to do. Although at this point, <laughs> it seems like I am probably more being paid to babysit than to apprehend uh, a criminal. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm just testing you, okay? I'm testing you. I an interesting oh, test it is. I message. Uh, I look at. <laughs> I look Adam, at Quinn. I message Adam that we are going to go do some exploration and to try to meet us back at the hideout once he gets out of the stores. Alright. I nudge over to Quinn. Like, and that this. I. Uh, Save me, comrade. Save your soul. <laughs> comrade. <laughs> I, I, I look over to Quinn and I'm just like, this, this gnome lady is really smart. I don't know her name. <laughs> but she's really smart. Nah, he can fend for himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a trooper. He can, he can do it. Right. We'll treat him later. So you head back <laughs> to 10th Street. This bustling market area is busy with the flow of merchants, entertainers, shoppers, and revelers. During daytime hours, 10th Street is a prime destination for shopping and dining. At night, theaters and taverns come alive. <laughs> Alright, so what do you begin doing? Uh, I go to the nearest tavern to see if I can... Just talk to whoever's drinking, preferably a lady, but it could be anything. I, a man. I, I mean. go with him just to make sure he stays in check. I want to say out of character, look out in that tavern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I nearly died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot was about that. Was that part that um, didn't get recorded? Yeah, that wasn't okay. in the recording. Was uh, yeah. Okay, uh, off... Um, uh, I'll, I'll catch it up in my DM corner later. Okay, okay. Yeah. But, but, yeah, basically, I got punched really hard. Yeah. Nearly died. <laughs> <laughs> you only get 9 HP. I got killed. I got hit by 4. <laughs> 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 it's a different time. It's a different Dang, that's, a, that's okay. Alright, Came
Alright, we'll come back to you. Uh, what is your character's name again? Lucky. Lucky. Where does Lucky go? I will follow them to the tavern as bards do. Alright, I'm following Lucky. Alright, so the group is going to a tavern. I looked to Lucky and I asked, you want to get Lucky? Let's go get Lucky. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Edka, let's stay on top of it. Alright, so you all head into a tavern. <laughs> Not that kind of bar. <laughs> but do you want to be? <laughs> I'm going to use this for my own, but it won't actually mean anything to me. Good to you guys, so... Yes. Ah, that's yeah. No, I just wanted to be a pure marker. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, my butt. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I would say I cast illusion for a marker, but then you can use the marker. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a funny clip. <laughs> I use unseen to fetch one for me. <laughs> As you walk in to the tavern. Oh yeah, literally I could fetch things right here. It says it Unseen Servant. Unseen Servant <laughs> is a good spell. Look at the first thing. You see a set of three tables, all with six chairs in it. There's five of us? Behind them, you see two tables that are circular, with four chairs around each of them. That's not a circle. In the center is a stage. On one side of the stage is a bar with four seats at it. The other side has two doors that seem to lead backstage. I like having the visual representation just by the way. Sitting at the near or at the farthest table is a is an ogre and a troll standing on stage, actually rather sitting on stage, is a wood elf that seems to be playing the harp. And then there are various other patrons within the tavern. Also within the tavern is a Bartender, uh, who is a gnome. Okay, I go up to the bartender. All right, I follow. There are two individuals sitting at the bar. Do you join them or do you stand at the bar? I stand at the bar and I talk to the bartender. All right. What do the rest of you do? Um, I quickly look at the. Dossier again for I think it was Falish was on Tinsley. Yes. I, look, I quickly glance at it just to make sure I get the description right so I know who I'm looking for. So the Zet Engineer Falish. The what engineer Falish? Zet. It's the guild that she is a part of. Okay. It's, it's a okay. scientific so it's, guild. Okay, so there's no physical description. Okay, that's uh, what I wanted it's to It's a for. female human. Female human, okay. Uh, I believe there was something else, but I can't get to that right now. So. Okay. That being said, where do you go? I think I'll go up to the uh, troll and would you say ogre or orc? Uh, ogre. It was supposed to be an orc. I apologize. Yes, okay. a troll and orc. I uh, go up strike on the mine. Is your piece, please? Oh, okay. Thank so you. What do you want? 
Do you join them at the table or do you stand by the table? I um, I'll join. I'll sit next to the. Uh, I've already forgotten what it is. The or uh, control troll. It's next to the troll. I'm sorry. That is supposed to be in no. I no. apologize. Yeah. There's not. There's an orc, goblin. There, goblin. There's orc a... and a goblin. That's what it is. <laughs> that it's was pretty important. Goblin. Goblin. I apologize. Oh, yes. um, so that's pretty important. My brain. Okay, well, goblins, goblins don't really know me because they haven't seen me yet. So this should be fine. I'll sit next to. I'll sit next to the goblin. Adam, where are you going to? Or, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. This will happen a few times and you guys will keep reminding me. Do we need name tags? Liam. Do we need Probably name? so. Okay. Liam. I'll remember that for next session. What is, uh, where are you going to go? Oh, me? Quint? Okay. Where do you sit at this table? The orc is sitting here, the goblin is sitting there, Quint is sitting there. Okay. Alright, can I see your piece please? Ogre. Okay. Where do you go? Uh, you know what? You said that there is a bard already playing up on stage. There is a wood elf playing a harp on stage. Well, I want to try and join him with my uh, viola this violin. All right. And start playing. I just walk up there. Just all right. You just hop up on stage. Just you joining do, in. Do you try and go backstage. I'm gonna go up on the stage. All right. And where do you go? Can I get drunk? <laughs> can I just get drunk? <laughs> I mean, right. yeah, you can get drunk. Right. So you're gonna go to the bar? Are you gonna sit at the bar? Uh, yeah. Are you gonna observe either of the other patrons at the bar? Nah, I'm just getting drunk. All right, you're gonna go up to. Are you observing either of the other two patrons at the bar, or are you just the bartender? The bartender. bartender. All right. So, we're gonna start with you. What okay. do you say as you approach the bartender? If I need uh, to find some information, where do you think I should go? Information on what? A specific top secret mission that has to do with a lost config. Because <laughs> I trust you, because you give me alcohol. The goblin <laughs> sitting beside you turns to you. Convict, you say? Oh, no. Oh, no. I say, yeah, I'm trying to join his gang. And what is this convict's name? I don't remember. Someone just told me where to find a gang to join them, and they said, convict. And I said, okay. So I went over, and I The only am looking. gang on 10th Street is the Shattered Gang Brothers. Where do I go to join? You, you seem like you know. Come with me. That sounds fun. Let's oh, let's go. I... You all but, but but first I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> the bartender looks up at you. Far side of the stage. Door on the right. Okay, I go to the bathroom. What do you do? I... Both of you. Let's see. So I... you are you have approach and you do you just sit down or do you say anything before you sit down? I, uh, I want to use my charisma and take one of the gold coins that we have and say, drinks are on me if you care to, if you care for me to pick out your brain. The orc across the table from where you are at looks at you. You're going to need a little more than that to pay for drinks around here. 
least a decent drink. Alright. How much do you fancy? A good cup is about two gold. Okay. I'll do... I'll do three. One to pay you for your first drink, and then an extra for you to get one back home. That's not how that works, but okay. We said about two. I'm just... He, he, uh, go ahead and roll charisma. Okay. Uh, roll persuasion. Persuasion. Okay. The goblin happily invites you to sit at the table. The orc looks at you more suspiciously but doesn't object to it. What about him? Yes, what about him? What do you do, bud? What do you do, Liam? You Are you going to sit down with me? Or... You've approached the table and everyone is now looking at you. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get you to talk this time. <laughs> You're just gonna sit down? You're not gonna say anything? Go and hand the gold to him. The goblin looks at you, Quinn. Hmm? He can get us drinks to get his seat. Okay. I give the three gold to Liam and... Uh, the goblin looks up at you as you hand him three gold. And my drink? Oh, I thought I was saying it Uh... I'll add, I guess I'll add a... Just to clarify, out of character, Yeah. the, o- the orc was trying to tell you that a good cup of, the, uh, of drink here is two gold apiece. Oh, okay. It's a I rip-off. Was, I was rounding The, the tavern is ripping y'all Yeah, off. I kind of caught on. That's why I'm a little lenient on the three. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why they're looking at you all strange times. Okay, I got you. I got you now. I'm misunderstood. Right. I guess I'll use... Uh, I'll add two gold to his hand so that I keep up my word on giving the word that. And my half price as well? Uh... Just to clarify, you owe each of them a half, uh, one piece of gold, and a drink. That's what you told them you Okay, give them. yeah, I wasn't thinking of the numbers, right? Yeah. Okay. Then I guess it'll be... So you give each one of them a gold piece, and you hand him four yeah. to go get drinks. Yeah, that's six total. Okay. That's cutting it deep. So you walk over yeah. to the bar to get two good drinks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. No, not you. That's Liam. Liam's got the money. So is that yeah, where you go? Saying, go ahead. So he goes, he goes over to the bar, and we'll come over to YouTube. All right, so the bar that I'm performing with on the stage, or am right. I on the First stage? First of all, you have to get up to the stage. Okay. How great. tall are you? Uh, like six foot seven. I could easily so hop it. So you jump up to the table. The wood elf looks over to you and stops playing. Yes? I'd like to join. I know not what we're playing, but I figure I can figure it out. Interesting. And what exactly do you plan to get out of this? Information. Such maybe, as? Maybe learn what your song is about. An interesting idea. Go ahead. She begins playing again. Do you get, begin to try and play with her? Yes. Alright, go ahead and roll performance with disadvantage as you do not know the song. Oh no. I'm gonna roll with disadvantage. I still don't understand. Roll twice and take the lower roll. Okay. 16. Ooh. That's with your bonus? Yeah. Alright. 16 was the lower. She looks up at you 
with a slight bit of amazement in her eyes. Well done. I would not have expected that from someone of your class. <laughs> Remember, you're a high elf. She's a wood elf. Large slash not very swiftly. So you have joined her on stage and are performing. You've walked up to the bartender in the bar. Do you sit in this seat or this seat? On the edge seat. Alright. What do you what do you ask the bartender? Shot of tequila. Just a shot? Just a shot. Three gold. Three gold! No, never mind. Okay, so. Alright, you're on now just uh, kind of cut in real quick. Just to clarify, so that ten gold that was given to us is that shared for all of us? Or no, is that you gold? each received oh, okay. ten okay. gold okay. to pay for expenses. Okay, that <laughs> that makes me feel better because I was worried that I was using the party's entire fund. Mead is five comms. We got ten from earlier, first round. So really, we got so really uh, the ones who are alive have twenty now, don't they? Twenty gold. <coughs> use the first thing that we were no, doing. you didn't receive any more. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you saw uh, ten gold, Caleb, from the very, very beginning. I robbed the druid though of his dead body. Just want to get. Oh yeah. yeah but then you got robbed oh. back though. No, oh. he he told me I just lost like weapons and my shield. Yeah. He didn't say the so, gold. So, really, so I still have, have the gold. I have 15 because I only got five gold from that. Oh, so I have 15. I don't remember. Exactly. It's doing me no good in the sewers, but I have 15. That's cool. <laughs> Alright. So you buy your you uh, cup of mead? Yeah. Alright. He says it's usually 10, but for a pretty lady like you, he'll make it five. And so you hand him a gold piece. Okay. He hands you nine silver and five copper pieces back. And then goes and grabs you a cup of mead. I'm not drunk. As he <laughs> returns and hands her her uh, glass, you approach Liam. What do you say to the bartender? Uh, we're buying drinks for uh, me and the other two. It's really just the other two. Yeah, you only give them enough to give. Yeah, you didn't hand them enough. I was saying, one. like, who yeah. was at the table? Yeah, you're buying yeah. for those two that uh, I said. The work in the mm -hmm. you six gold for two drinks. Three coins. All right. He takes the four gold that you present to him. He comes back with two hefty-sized mugs and hands them to you. <laughs> you walk back over with them. Good job. All right. Um, I quickly message him. Good job on the deep drinks. All right. <laughs> You've entered the bathroom, so what do you do? Well, I take a nice, <laughs> nice, nice big dick dump, and then, and then I yell in the toilet, Adam, are you there? Come to me, Adam, I need your help, I'm joining a gang, and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't have message. <laughs> Warlocks don't have message.
Okay, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed me screaming into a toilet. <laughs> I I could so a little behind the scenes on that. So so I was sitting there and we're all obviously Caleb is not with us and he's in the sewers at this time like canonically, you know, as far as time goes and and I and Caleb was obviously he's sitting at the table and he looks at me and he whispers in my ear he's like hey like you might can kind of hear it in the recordings a little bit because <laughs> like obviously we have mics on, on us now so if we whisper you can kind of hear it but he was like hey you know it'd be really funny and I was like what and he was like maybe if you go and you just scream in the toilet <laughs> and so so I took I took that amazing inspiration. And then just tried to run with it. Because obviously, like, I just try and act stupid. Because that's how my character is. He's not stupid. He's just, he's dramatic. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know exactly how to. Well, see, my character, he wants people to like him. But, (laughs) so he just kind of does whatever. And he's just like whatever happens. You kind of like you just you, keep, you just keep running into the wrong people to be friends. Yeah. with. Yeah. Well, I want to be friends with the wrong people because those are the people who get you places. That is <laughs> in, true. In D and D, the pe- people who give you or who get you places are the people who do the wrong things. Man, I'm still so mad at myself that I got all my gold stolen. <laughs> I was yeah. I was trying to be cool and persuasive, trying to just like, hey, uh, mind if I pick your brain? It's like I really wanted to get into my character. It's it's very it's very difficult for me to do. I think I'm getting better, um, but yeah, that was just a pain in the butt. It didn't help that my persuasion rolls this this session, and this goes for the next episodes too for this. Uh, or straight out of 10th Street, like my persuasion rolls were just terrible, and I have high charisma, so it's like, what the heck? What is going on? This is unfair. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I don't know what it is, but it's like our dice. If you have high charisma, you just don't roll well. Like I have a plus five in charisma, and I'm level two, and chance you have like a. I have plus five. Plus five, too. I think, I'm pretty sure I got And then five. our bard has plus four. And, like... He was actually able to seduce someone. Was he? No, he wasn't. The, um... The lady... Doing the heart. Doing the heart. Well, he charmed her so he that he could tra- talk to her. But what didn't that still take a... Persuasion? Or well, yeah, but it, well then yes he did he got good he persuasion. Did not seduce her though. Hmm. Did seduce his sexy time <laughs> chance. <laughs> There's a difference. You between... know what I mean. He was able to get information out of her, regardless using you can persuasion. Do that he did not seduce. <laughs> For record, my bad. You should oh, wait. My I don't. Bad. I don't know if it's in this part or not. But he did not seduce her. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, it is in this part. But he didn't seduce her. But he did. He did persuade her. But that was one time. Every other time, I think he just failed. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. This was just a weird, weird uh, 
episode. It is a weird episode. It's kind of like a filler episode. Even though it's not, there's a lot of things that happen that we actually need. Yeah. But, oh boy, I... This episode is really fun, though. I think it's a good step in, like... The right direction. In the right direction, because it's not really like the like the past episodes where it's just, oh, we're drowning in combat. You know, I didn't... I don't even remember. I remember after our first session, I was like, hey, you know what we should do? Talk to each other. <laughs> Talk and actually assess a situation before yeah. we just go and yell Leroy Jenkins into yeah, which not that that's mess. not always the that's always the best solution, but sometimes it's good to plan a little bit before you go in there. Because I mean, yeah, and not say hey we're lost and then Eldritch blast someone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I said, as a part of my character, I understand. And y'all didn't know that at the time because y'all just met me in the game. <laughs> and also, and also, y'all are just getting mad because obviously that you were supposed to get mad. I thought it was funny. It, yeah. it, it made a really good reaction. Thing, like, Won't be the last it, time. Looking back on it, it was pretty funny. It made some action, although it gave me some stress trying to get y'all out of there. I think I'm it, glad I did get y'all out of there so we didn't have to have new characters come in. No, that was forced, forced character progression. <laughs> so that we was, leveled up. We leveled up. Yes, we so, actually did level up. Of so course, it was beneficial. Well, we would have leveled up regardless. <laughs> Probably. I don't, I, I don't well, want to think on that. Well, we got out of the caves alive, and it's we're like, I don't know how we're not XP based. So at the end of the session, you pretty much you get something. Hmm. You either gonna get something that benefits you from the next round or next session that we have, or you you get a, a level up. Yeah. But, but yeah, I feel like we've just been rambling for a little bit, but. That's all good. I'm going to do a couple plugs. Um, we have uh, an official art made by our very own Wyatt for Calamander, which is his character. And I believe he's making more for all of us. But right now, he only has one that's finished. Uh, he spent a lot of time on it. Uh, it's going to be on our Twitter page as soon as this episode goes up. Uh, at eat on D D on twitter um if you could go give us a follow and uh just show him some love that would be amazing heck yeah but yeah um hope y'all have a good rest of the week we'll see you wednesday stay tuned